Welcome to Old Ass Movie Reviews uh, as we wrap up our war month with Force 10 from Navarone, starring Harrison Ford, um, Robert Shaw, directed by Guy Hamilton. And now I know why watching this movie right off the bat, I felt like I was watching a James Bond flick. Right, right. Did you see one of the uh, James Bond uh, alumni is in this? The, the, the Dynamite Keel. expert. Well, yeah, no, no. Richard. Well, that's Jaws, right? Yeah, but the uh, the dynamite guy, the guy who blew everything up, yeah, was also in James Bond. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, Barbara Bach as well, if I'm not mistaken. Barbara Bach, mm-hmm. a lot of Bond alumni in this, and I had just a feeling when the the bomb expert showed up, it's like, man, he's acting like Q. He's got a suitcase full of right. stuff. It's like, right. why am I feeling this? So I had to do some research while I watched this, and it's like, mm-hmm. this was a fun movie. Um, yeah, it was a. Uh, it was twisted and it was, it felt like bond. This is probably one of the better roles I've seen Harrison Ford play actually. Yeah. I think this is, this is either after star Wars and before empire or right after empire. I didn't it's check in 78. So it might be right before empire. Right. Then. Okay. Then it was right before empire. And it's uh, one of the reasons he did it. I remember reading a long time ago was he didn't, he, he was trying to keep himself from being pigeonholed. Right. As, as an actor uh and harrison ford was you was pretty good up until he became uh indiana jones about being pigeonholed as an actor <laughs> if you're gonna get pigeonholed yeah right it, you know what that sounds just, like something that happens in prison right <laughs> hey uh <laughs> Ooh, yeah i would have thought of it <laughs> What happened to you? Um, I got pigeonholed. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And there you have um, it, ladies and gentlemen. Old ass movie reviews just took a deep dive. And there's the shit. Deep dive. I get it. Yeah. See where you're going there. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, it, wow. was good, Keel, it was a good. Keel yeah. is so was so big. I mean, he oh was God. just... He couldn't fit through the doorways. <laughs> he was just such a big guy. When he shows up and he starts shaking hands and slapping guys on the back, he was huge. Yeah. Oh, my God. And he was, from what I've understood, what I've read about him, again, is he's one of those guys who always played a bad guy and was always the nicest guy in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, he was just a nice, nice fella. Yeah. Um, Barbara Bach, you know. I had Barbara Bach in there, I guess. Um, yeah. uh, he had to Carl do the Weathers. dress shot. Yeah, Carl, Carl Weathers. Weathers. Yeah. More Star Wars alumni. Well, you got Harrison Ford, and then you got Carl Weathers from Mandalorian. Yes, yes. But at the time, he wasn't. <laughs> no, yeah. not at the time. <laughs> I'm just like Apollo Carl Creed. Weathers? I'm waiting for him to start boxing. <laughs> <laughs> well, could you have imagined him as... Uh, Lando Calrissian? That would have worked. He'd have been a good Lando Calrissian. It would have worked. It would have yeah. absolutely worked. Okay, that brings me to about my only complaint about this movie is the Sergeant Weaver, um, Carl Weathers' character. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing on Carl. Um, it just seemed like a, let's make sure we get a black person in this movie. <laughs> yeah, to an extent, but yeah. part of it also was he complicated their mission. He did. Because you just got dropped behind enemy lines and you got a black guy with you. 
in the middle of Yugoslavia where there are no black people. Thank you. At least not in the 40s. I don't know what it's like there now. No, it's, it's Back in the 40s, you didn't have a black guy behind enemy lines. So you he's had not going to pass for a German. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely not passing for a German. He's not passing for a Yugoslav. No, that's a good point. And that's one that I didn't even catch when I was watching mm -hmm. it. It's like, well, this could have been any character. But it's like, oh, no, that's an added layer of difficulty that I didn't yeah. even consider. And now, now I accept his character a little more. But at first, it felt like this is just a token black guy. Um, and it's like, but now I get yeah. it. Yeah. But but I, I think it was he was put in there to complicate matters. Yeah. A, he's an escaped prisoner. Right. Uh, B, he's a black guy. C, he's an uninvited guest. Yeah. You know, D, he's got a freaking attitude like nobody's business. Yeah. <laughs> I like what it whenever he's yelling at Harrison Ford's character, he's like, Oh, you came back for uh Mallory. Was it Mallory? Yeah, oh. Mallory. Yeah. And Miller. Yeah, you came back for him, but you didn't come back for me. And Harrison like, Ford nope. goes, no, we didn't. Okay. <laughs> that's yeah, the first, that's honest, first honest answer you give. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was pretty good. That's whenever he starts becoming part of the team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he did. at the By the end, he became part of the team. Miller and Mallory, those are um, yeah. great characters. Um, yeah. They were almost comic relief. <laughs> well, they were British. They, they, were, yeah. they were very not American. I mean, yeah. like the Americans had a job to do and they were very, I mean, look at Harrison Ford's character. He's so straightforward, straightforward. And all really Mallory and them wanted to do was just get the hell out of there. They yeah. they did it. They did force, they did Navarone. They blew up Navarone, you know, at this point. And now mm -hmm. they go back out on another mission to kill one guy and they're getting caught up and blowing up a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> they know, eventually so, get the guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was pretty good. I, I liked the beginning of the movie where they, they pick up from the bridge or the, uh, um, the guns called the guns of Navarone. Yeah. The very end that you see what happened, but the funny thing is the guns of Navarone didn't have either one of those actors in it. The guns of Navarone had uh David Niven. Um, oh crap. And I forgot the other guy's name, the other main character's name that, was in the movie neither one of the not robert shaw or uh the other actor were were in guns of Navarone, hmm. and i found that interesting but then again it was almost 20 years later so yeah you know yeah you, you had to get some guys that kind of fit the age and the and the point of the time right um when they have to get on the plane with the americans <laughs> you know they're in the truck and they're driving to the plane and all the Americans are singing some, it sounded like Dirty Limerick song or whatever from like that time period. And the two British officers are just looking, or the British officer is looking at his sergeant like, Jesus Christ, these guys are going to get us killed. Yeah. <laughs> not many made it out. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, but then you find out that they're stealing a plane. Yeah, that was that was neat because I'm watching. It's like, what the hell's going on? But it was mm -hmm. it was for them to set a cover story, everything. And yeah, yeah, and it worked. It did. I, I like how uh, um, I keep wanting to call him Apollo Creed, <laughs> Carl Weathers' character, Sergeant Weaver. <laughs> yeah. Did you see? He has eight MPs with him, so he had to have been really tough to take down. Yeah. And really bad to take the jail or wherever they were taking him with eight MPs. And then they leave him with only one guy whenever the MPs jump out of the Jeep to go yeah. see what the guys are doing over by the fence. 
And the guy's asking him, uh, so what's your name? Well, it sure as hell ain't Rufus. And he just <laughs> knocks the guy out in one punch. Knocks yeah, he just kind of hanging out. <laughs> just yeah. knocks that guy right out of the Jeep. And then he goes over there and helps the uh, helps the com- uh, commandos escape. And that was pretty good. I like that. Yeah. He just yeah. jumps on the plane with him and takes off. Bad from from the frying pan into the fire, man. Right. You know how to jump? I'll figure it out. Yeah, on the way down, you will. Or whatever. Yeah, you better on the way down. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It was um, this was definitely a big budget movie. Um mm-hmm. holy crap. You know, we we watched a lot of these war movies with tons of explosions and firepower and stuff. This mm-hmm. one takes the cake. Um those tanks, all oh those tanks God. that they had. I was yeah. I was impressed. This was uh, this planes, was good. The use, the use of miniatures was was excellent. Um, oh yeah, of the dam going and everything, and the bridge, very mm-hmm. well done. Um, I didn't see any giant rabbits, so I was happy. <laughs> no, no people in giant rabbit outfits. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, there. I'm trying to think that. I mean, this story was a really solid story. And what's funny is this is another MGM. Speaking of giant rabbits, yeah. <laughs> this is the two. This is the dichotomy of MGM at about that same time right. period. You have Night of the Lepus, and then you have Force Ten from Navarone, and it's like one of these things is not like the other. Yeah. One of them's an actually decent movie. Yeah, one of them's a good movie with all good actors, and the other one was a shitty movie with all good actors. <laughs> yeah, and people in rabbit suits. People in rabbit suits, but uh, yeah, the guns of Navarone. I, I did read a little snippet on Amazon about that bridge. That bridge really was blown up by partisans, ah. but it was one of the engineers that actually physically helped build the bridge and design it that helped blow up the bridge. And then I guess the Germans caught him and executed him. Oh, damn! So, like, it was. A good thing, but it was also a thing that got him killed. Yeah, so it's a little bit of historical fiction, which I think is always mm-hmm. cool. I like to watch movies that um, do that. You know, you get a little piece yeah. of history, and then just you've got to make it entertaining, and you've got to have a decent ending. Um, right. And right. this this did it. Um, this was enjoyable, but I'm, I'm happy that I found out why I felt I was watching a James Bond movie. <laughs> I mean, it's right. like, my God, right. this is Bond. This is a lot of James Bond guys in this movie. That and the director. It was obviously he had that sensibility. And it was that I think that's why this movie works so well. Um, yeah, because he, he took uh, he took what could have been super serious mm-hmm. and, and really melodramatic. He made it fun. He made it kind of fun. He, yeah. he put some humor in there. Like really with Carl Withers character that had that, that was a good humorous area, too, because it was. He is a black guy in the middle of Yugoslavia during World War II. You know, he, there's no way to hide him. No. <laughs> there's no way to hide this guy. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, whenever they get captured by the Russians and they think they're the part, or the Germans and they think they're the partisans. Yeah. And they're really, you know, really not. And Barbara Bach just keeps saying, kill him. Kill him. You got to kill these guys. And it's basically to cover her ass. Yeah, which surprised me. I did not see that coming, that she was actually a double agent. Mm -hmm. Um, The other guy, the one that um, Mallory was actually assigned to kill, I think he knew from the get-go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think he he ever really doubted it. Because he remembered that guy. He remembered him from a previous mission. Mm -hmm. 
So whenever he remembered him from that previous mission and, yeah. and he's got the information right there in front of him and supposedly he was executed, but he wasn't, I'm sorry, you start putting pieces together oh, yeah. and it's like, you know, I don't give a shit what anybody says. We got to kill this guy. Yeah. And uh, Franco Nero, man, what a big actor from, yeah. from that time period. And so it's, wow, what a, nobody should be that good looking with a porn mustache. I mean, right? really, <laughs> what a horrible porn stash and just a good looking guy. It's like, yeah. really? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> You're not allowed to be that good looking. Right. Look with the blue eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Stop yeah. it. That that was one thing that was. I mean, all the acting was top notch. Um, oh was, yeah, uh, yeah. Nero played a good, oh, a yeah. good double agent. Really, really believable. Um, yeah, yeah. That was it just everybody is is good casting. It was uh, a lot of fun mm-hmm. to watch. Um, I definitely recommend it. Uh, how how do you feel? This is my old. This was my big problem with this movie. Mm-hmm. They're in. They're in uh, Robert Shaw and Harrison Ford have to go into the dam. Right. They have to go as deep into the dam as they can to plant the explosives. My thought process. Now I'm not a guy, I'm not a dam expert. I'm not an engineer. I'm not an explosives expert, but my thought process is to weaken that dam as much as they needed to weaken it in a spot where they needed to weaken it. They would have had to have had a lot more explosives. And let's just say the stuff that they had was enough to weaken it. They weren't very far away from that explosion when it went off. No, they weren't. They were they were shouting at each other initially because of their ears. And it's like, okay, that's kind of a good spot. But you were too close to that explosion. To have that much explosive power going down that, that narrow of a tunnel, mm-hmm. I honestly think it would have killed them. Probably. Just the concussion would have killed them. Um, that's, that's probably my only problem with the whole movie. Yeah, they probably should have been a little further away. Um, yeah, they should they have showed them running. Like, <laughs> I thought that's anyway. what they were going to do. I thought they were going to like, yeah. well, we got 20 seconds. Let's at least get a head start. I think they just realized we're just going to die right here. So they started walking. Right. So that yeah, put them way too anyway. close to the explosion. There is a funny yeah. part with that when they realize that the dam is going to come down, that it had been <laughs> yeah. enough. And they're running and they get to some steps and there's a German soldier starting to go up the steps and Mallory comes and grabs him and pushes him aside and goes up. And the guy comes back to the steps and then Harrison Ford grabs him and pushes him aside. <laughs> yeah. And the guy looks around and he finally gets back up the steps. <laughs> I was like, shit. But I like whenever uh, uh, Carl, uh, Carl Weathers is standing there looking at it with the binoculars like, it didn't go. What's wrong with that? It didn't go. And the British guy's sitting there lighting his pipe. Give it time, old boy. Give it time. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, what do you mean, give it time? That thing should have exploded. He's like, let nature take its course. Yeah. <laughs> he's just all calm. He knows exactly what's going to happen. Those were great characters. Um, I really, that that's my favorite uh, characters out of the whole movie is Miller and Mallory. Right. Um, they, uh, they were yeah. just, like I said, it was almost comic relief. They were just cool characters. Yeah, I, I liked the uh, the friendship that um, Miller and Weathers' character has. Yes. Like, because they're both sergeants. Mm-hmm. And at one point, uh, he says, uh, Carl Weathers' character says something about, 
about uh, the the officers. Right. And he says, hey, it takes us sergeants to make sure they take care of themselves. Hey, boy. He's yeah. like, hey, old man. He's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. And they just get to be chummy. Yeah, they did. They did uh, by the end. <laughs> like two guys that shouldn't even be friends. No. <laughs> Walking yeah. through Yugoslavia. It reminds me of Scotland. You ever been to Scotland? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never been to Scotland. Oh, you should show there one day. It's very nice. <laughs> yeah, there's good dialogue. Um, it's just well written. And I think get put this movie in anybody else's hands. I don't think it would have worked as much. Yeah, I, I, I could see where somebody could have goofed this movie up a lot. Yeah. But I'm really glad they didn't. It was really well written, really superbly acted. Uh, the humor was perfect at mm -hmm. the time when you needed the humor to be delivered. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't. Other than my one little problem with the explosion not killing those two guys, it, yeah. you know, you could still see the pile of explosives directly behind them when they went off. It's like, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're going down. That was but, a lot yeah, of explosives. It, yeah. Other than that, yeah, I think it would it worked really well. I, I think that movie was solid. The the way the dam goes is just good. I like all the Germans on the uh, going across the bridge, just stopping and seeing the big tidal wave of yeah of lake coming down that narrow pass, <laughs> and they know they're in trouble. Yeah. So they run toward the edge, and the the partisans are waiting on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> so they the have to go back. <laughs> It's like, oh man, yeah. that's that's a that's a that's a rock and a hard place, man, right there. Yeah. <laughs> if you're on that bridge. <laughs> but when the when the movie ends, they are on the other side of the bridge and realize they have a long <laughs> fucking walk ahead. <laughs> well, they're all happy. They're like, yeah, yeah, this is great. We win. We we did it. And then the Mallory stands up. Well, I don't mean to ru ruin anyone's parade, <laughs> but but we're on the wrong side of the river. <laughs> And in about 20 minutes, there's going to be a lot of mad Germans running around here. My yeah. wife looked over at me. She says, don't tell me it's ending right there. I said, yeah, it's ending right it's there. Ending I said, That's right the there. perfect ending. Are you it is. Me? It is perfect. <laughs> and they, if they were to do that movie now, you'd have to recast those four guys. And I would pick it up right where they left off. Getting yeah. out of there. Getting out of Yugoslavia would be funny as heck, I think. It would. It would. Yeah, that was. But um, yeah. That That's a good movie. It is. It is. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Um, that I'll go ahead and just give my final thoughts on it. Great cast, great acting, great shot, great budget, great director. Yeah. Good movie. It's um, it's going to feel like James Bond if you watch some old Bond movies, um, mm -hmm. mainly because of Guy Hamilton, and that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Not, not Didn't hurt it a damn bit. No. Not at all. If anything, it probably helped it. I think it did. Um, yeah. Plus the James Bond alumni that are in. Yes. I mean, you got you got at least three or four guys. Yeah. You know what? I want to say that Sh Shaw actually showed up in a Bond movie. I think he had. Yeah. I'm, I'm almost sure. sure I think did. he might have been a villain. He might have yeah. been a Bond villain. I think you are correct. So yeah, there you got a lot of Bond guys in there. The only guy who wasn't a Bond alumni seems like was uh, Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford and Carl Weathers. In Carl Weathers, yeah. yeah, but yeah, that was a that was a good movie. Good yeah, movie. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoy it. I would say watch it if you like old war movies where the good guys win. Yeah, watch it. Yeah, that's I, I would go with that. Um, 
since we're at the end of our war month, what was your favorite uh, movie we watched this month? Let's see. We watched The Beast. Mm-hmm. All watched Quiet on the Western Force, Front. All Quiet on the Western Front. We watched um, Kelly's Heroes. We're sent from Neverone and Kelly's Heroes. I, I got to go with Kelly's Heroes. I'm okay. a huge Kelly's Heroes fan. I, I just like, I like heist, heist mm-hmm. flicks. And I think that's why I like the movie Solo so much is because when it boils down, it's a it's heist, a heist movie. Flick. Oh, I love it's Solo. It's just a heist flick. And I think that was the right way for them to go with that. And this, for Kelly's Heroes, was the right way to go. And, and again, Kelly's Heroes is another movie that could have gone really super melodramatic. Yes. Really dramatic. Really, you know, really. I'm glad it didn't. And, and yeah, and they had good humorous spots in it. And, yeah. and I'm glad that they didn't do that either. Yeah. Um, the first two, The Beast and and uh, and All Quiet on the Western Front. Oh, my God. Especially All Quiet on the Western Front. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's a guy who probably saw saw actual action there. <clears throat> who wrote that? I don't know. I've never looked it up, but I, I'm going to assume that that guy at least saw action somewhere in some war. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's uh, but for fun and and just a good heist flick, Kelly's Heroes. Yeah, and then I had to say Force Ten. Yeah, The Beast was a really good movie, though. The, the Beast, Beast was, was was my favorite of the ones that we watched, yeah. mainly because it was such a surprise um yeah I, I'd, ha- I'd have to say i was very surprised with the beast it was a good good solid flick yeah um the way it started off and everything i wasn't sure what what we were getting into with it and mm-hmm. it just turned out to be a damn good movie um yeah and it, it shocked yeah, me good. it shocked me how good it was because it's like that was a that was a nice surprise and i yeah, yeah i enjoyed it um i enjoyed every movie we watched uh when we go to um you know, all quiet on the Western Front. It's just so goddamn depressing. Um, yeah. But it's, it's a just, good movie, and that was that's another one that was really well acted, really, really well, well acted, really well done. Kelly's Heroes had some really light moments, and it was actually very comical. And it was uh, it was great to set a heist movie right in the middle of World War II. Right, um, right, and that was that was fun. Force Ten, like I said, it's a war movie with with a Bond aesthetic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so which is what I mean when you boil it down, that's. That's where uh, Bond came from. Was World War II special yeah. forces from uh, from uh, Britain? Yeah. So you're right. You're uh, that's Bond all the way around. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right then. So next month we are venturing back into the realm of black exploitation. Got a couple of yes. Got, got a couple of Rudy Ray Moore features coming mm-hmm. up with mm-hmm. the Human Tornado. Uh, Petey Wheatstraw. Then Perfect. we're going to go to the ever classic Blackenstein. <laughs> I yeah, I've never seen. I don't think I've ever seen. Black I have never seen, seen it. Uh, watch the trailer; it's horrible. So we're going to have fun oh, with that one. That's um, going to be wonderful. And then we'll end the month with the Wayans Brothers spoof on black exploitation. I'm going to get you, sucker. So be sure and catch us that's next. What classic? Yes, that's classic. I'm mostly talking to myself at this point. That's just a classic. (laughs) I love it. Definitely. So be sure and tune in next week when we start off Black Exploitation Month. Thanks again. 